The Super Speedway Podcast is a Dream Bigger Media production. For news, photos, show notes, and information about advertising on the podcast, visit www.thesuperspeedway.com. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 124 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Wednesday, September 4th, 2019. I'm your host, Eric Young. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, we're live in studio again. Welcome to my humble abode, sir. <laughs> we yeah. are, yeah, we're back at it. Uh, it's It was a week off, so we're, we're just in like a weird transitional time. Yes. And it's been uh, <laughs> more fun for you, I think. But uh, It's been crazy. Been ridiculous. So, uh, But we're back, got the week off. Um, we had some racing this week at the uh, at Darlington. We had the, our throwback weekend, mm-hmm. Bojangles Southern 500, and Eric Jones sneaks in and gets a win. We were, we've were we been toting that dude all season long, and he finally, you, would you say, the hardest race to win on the circuit? One of one of the hardest races to win on the circuit? Shows shows his driver's talent and, and gets it done, man. That's um, he's got a win at Daytona and Darlington now in his resume. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, he's only, he's turning into Jamie McMurray, went in at the crown jewels. Kind of. Yeah. Maybe he'll sure. get one at the brickyard this weekend too. And Good. Yeah. That's what, uh, that's what Keselowski did last year. He was what he went three in a row and, and then got, uh, got two of the jewels right there. So, yeah. um, that's a huge win for Jones though, going into the playoffs. You know, he was, uh, he was solid on points. We, we had him in our, you know, every week we look at the points breakdown and he was always the highest. You know, he, he was on the bubble, but not not really. Yeah, he's been a fantasy pick for several weeks now. Yeah, exactly. And and you had him last week, so or two weeks ago, I guess now. But kudos to you on that one. I had um, had enough uh, starts left for him that I ex- just kept starting him. Yeah, yeah. And you and you also picked him on the uh, you picked him on our uh, our picks at the end of the at the end of the show too. So yeah, you were all over the Jones, all the that Jones boy. I figured eventually it's going to happen. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, he's uh, he's a super talent. I'm I'm glad he. Um, could quiet some of his critics there a little bit and, and get one of these big races under his belt. Um, huge momentum swing for him going forward. Yeah, definitely. I agree. So Joe Gibbs now has wins all four teams. All four teams. Um, Stuart Haas did it last year yes. with his teams. Not to this. Not to this. Well, that's what number. I was going to ask. This is this is bigger, right? Yeah. Than Stuart Haas last yeah. year. What is uh, Kyle's got four? Yeah. And Hamlin and Truex both have four as well, I right? Think so yeah. yeah. So we've got four, four, and one. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I was reading a stat. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but this is the most dominant, t- uh, organizational run of, of a season since Hendrick in like, uh, 20, uh, 2007. Wow. Um, they've won a higher percentage of races up to this point. They'd have to, they'd have to win like seven more races or something like that as an organization. But, um, yeah, th- it's been a phenomenal run for them. And, and Jones, He's been kind of the low man on the totem pole, but I mean, compared to his competition, he's still been running very well week by week. So it was, it was, this has been coming. I mean, Gibbs is just, they've been on top of the game for years. They've right. Been a top organization in the sport. Well, when, when your teammates have won 12 of the first 25 yeah. races, even if you're, you know, it doesn't leave a lot of room for wins, right? You know? So yeah, good finishes for Jones still, you know, it kind of gets overshadowed by the fact that they're doing as well as they have. Yeah. But, so yeah, um, he, um, just a quick rundown. I mean, we, we talk about how hot these guys get sometimes. Um, but after he ran uh 23rd at Daytona, um, way back in July, uh, and then he ripped off a third, a third, a second and a fourth. 
and then he had a little bit of trouble at Michigan and Bristol. So he's uh, he, he's having career numbers. Average finishes are up for him this year. Um, his top tens, he's, he's he's on pace to break his top tens for the season. His top fives, this is the most he's had in a, in a career season. So um, definitely the trajectory the trajectory for him is trending in the right direction. I mean, he's he's a he's a championship talent that um, you know, man, if he gets hot. Why not? Why not Eric Jones? Why couldn't he make a run at this thing, you know? Yeah, he could definitely be the underdog champion this year. It, it could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we got we had it happen last year in the other series. It certainly could happen in the Cup Series. Yeah. It's less likely, yes. but it still could happen for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, he's got, you know, and you mentioned it just a minute ago, but, um, you know, if he wants to make the Final Four at Homestead, he's got to go through his teammates. Right. He's got to outperform Truex, Hamlin, and Bush, and that is a tall order for the rest of the series, let alone you know their own teammate. Um, the other good news for Eric Jones, though, he's racing their stuff, and if he gets a break, um, you know, he, he wins a race here, or um, they have a little bad luck at the Roval, for example, or something. You know, he he could find himself he could find himself in the right spot. You know, Stuart Haas. You mentioned this as well um, as a great observation by you, but Stuart Haas, they had eight, they had four of the final eight last year, um, which was just ridiculous. Um, I don't know if Gibbs will get, I I feel like there's a little bit of luck playing in that. I don't know. I, you know, but um, I mean, dang, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Would he be an underdog champion? Like would, with how he's run the season, can you still call him an underdog? Compared to who he's running against, yeah, I, yes. I, I got you. Got to say so. Um, I mean, he's only got two wins, so yeah. And you know, here we are giving him the championship. Obviously, well, I mean, it's, it's a big yeah. hurdle to we're, get. Yeah, there. we're talking hypotheticals. I mean, obviously, we're we want to, you know, we want to see diversity in our sport with with these guys winning, and it's great to get a new face in victory lane from time to time. Yeah. Um. You know, it's we as much as we love guys like Harvick and Kyle Busch and. Um, you know, Truex, those are grizzled veterans of the sport. Jones coming in 23 years old now. He's still kind of a baby face. <laughs> um, I mean, this is, could be our next great superstar. It could it be. It could be our Jeff Gordon or Jimmy Johnson. We just, you know, we need guys at that level of talent coming forward. So, Agreed. Definitely. Uh, you know, we need these breakthrough guys. We need Larson to be there as well. You know, we need, we need it. So um, to, the earlier they can start checking off, races on the list and, and milestones off the list, the, the better their career is going to be going forward. Definitely. Um, overall, James, I don't, I, I will admit that it was, it was a late start and it was a long day for me. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I pretty much watched the third stage through my eyelids. Um, mm-hmm. I did wake up for the end of the race. Uh, I got to see the excitement there, but, uh, I think it was a pretty good Darlington race. Yeah, Darlington never disappoints. I mean, I heard a lot of talk this week about the, the throwback losing its luster. Oh, come on. I didn't really feel like it did. No, I was still excited about it. Everything loses a little bit of shine yeah. eventually, but come on. I mean, it's one of the most, if you don't, if you think they're, if you think it's losing its luster, look at the crowd. Right. Exactly. From that race. Yeah. They that, stayed. <laughs> I know. I was at Chicago this year when it stormed and we had what, a two hour delay. Yeah. And that place was empty. They bailed out. And I mean, seriously, just watching people flow out of the parking lots yep. and nobody left Darlington. No. I guess apparently people did, um, but of course, but Handful. it didn't look like it. You no, know? they have, what's the capacity there? 40,000 or so? Something like that, yeah. 40, 45. Yeah. I mean, if, if the capacity is 45, they had 44. Yeah. I mean, it was, oh, yeah. you know, nobody was leaving. Everybody wanted to see the throwback cars and, you know, 
it's just the the buildup for this race. It's all year, mm-hmm. all season long. Well, we're seeing throwbacks. It wasn't as much this year though because we I really think it was muted a little a bit. A lot of the teams waited until the week before to release throwbacks this yeah, year instead so, of doing it all along. Some of them want maybe you know, and and you know, this is the fifth year doing this thing. Maybe they find more value in that late pop. You know, I think they all kind of got lost there at the end. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Tony's schemes for his teams came out back in beginning of May. Yeah, maybe. they were. They those were, were early. Those were early, considering uh, you know a few teams had theirs out early, but yeah, we didn't Alex know. Bowman's pretty early in June at MIS. Yeah, but a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them. I mean, there were a ton released this week. There were several we didn't see till they got to the track. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's talk. Let's. Uh, this is impromptu. Best throwback of the week. I think we we might have talked about it last week, but we've seen them all now. Man, what do you think was the best throwback? That baby Ruth Xfinity car was pretty sweet. Yeah. I don't know if it was my number one now, though. See, I, I didn't get to watch the Xfinity race yeah, at all. Yeah, I mean, so. I've seen, I saw the highlights. I, everybody loved Dale Jr.'s throwback. Okay. Um, I two. have mine. I'll, I'll, if, if we wanted to talk Xfinity, I think your winner probably has to come from Cup. Yeah, I um, think so. But seeing... Uh, Seeing William Byron's City Chevrolet on, <laughs> in real life on track, n- and not just you know promo videos and things like that. Right, man, they got the colors just right on that thing. That sucker popped. I don't know about you, but that was probably, I mean, that one really stood out for me. My my personal favorite was Boyer's fourteen. Okay, because yeah. that was the same. I mean, same number, same scheme. I I love the continuity of that car. So. See, I like of the of the Tony Stewart schemes. I was an Eric Almarola fan. Yeah, I that was that, that was beautiful. Scheme. Yeah, that was beautiful. I would say sentimental favorite probably the Adam Petty tribute for that, Bob Wallace, and that, that one really best in show. Yeah, um, my favorite one though after seeing the the cars was the Richard Childress throwback. The three yeah, they were pretty. Yeah, that was a really yeah. pretty looking Austin car. Austin Dillon's car was really good. Really like that car. Yeah, I, I didn't. Didn't expect it, but just the shots of it, it just yeah. looked like a really nice car. Yeah. So. No, that was a good one, too. But there were a lot of good ones. Uh, um, Denny Hamlin's Daryl Waltrip throwback was great. Yeah. I yeah, like that, that one, one, you know, if uh, Stenhouse wouldn't have run it already this year, True. I think it kind of took some of the shine away yeah. from that scheme, too. But that was uh, they did a really nice job on that car. Um, the Jimmy got, Means one throwback was really the, good. There yeah, were some the, really good ones this yeah, year. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson's car was actually pretty slick. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it looked a little bit like a Denny Hamlin ride, though. Jimmy but, looked like he might be uh, getting ready to put that in victory lane, but yeah, quite. he was he was <laughs> threatening a little bit. He was good. Where would he end up though? Uh, yeah, he fell down 16th. to sixteenth. Yeah, not the not the finish he wanted. Um, he definitely needed more points, but um, yeah, that was a uh, that was a good looking scheme. But, um, Kyle Larson, kind of the guy to beat all day for the most part. Uh, he only led 44 laps, but he was right there the entire race. Yeah. Gets a second place finish. Um, of course, Kyle Busch was on his way to a pretty clean second place finish, maybe a win mm-hmm. until he tried to knock the wall down at the end. Um, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to pull the clip, but I have it here on the YouTube. I had to, had, had to play Kyle's post-race interview Let's, because you just got to love Kyle. He's oh. the best. Before you caught him there at the end, were you doing a little conserving, trying to save a little bit to try to get him? Yeah, when he started to inch out a little bit, I was trying to save my right front because I knew my right front wasn't going to make it the whole rest of the way without me knocking the wall down. And um, I was right. Uh, I hit the wall with about four to go, and then I hit it again with three to go. And um, that was, it killed it that time. And uh, luckily we were able to salvage a third, just dragging the fence for the last two laps. I don't think I've ever seen NASCAR not throw a caution in that center. Oh, yes, I have. That's right. I blew a left front tire at California in an Xfinity race, and we had to finish the whole last lap. So it doesn't surprise me. Gotta love Kyle. You know, <laughs> he remembers everything. Uh-huh. Man. He does, well, man. These guys all, I mean, well, all these s- guys do. Do you remember, did you see the the thing where Daryl Waltrip, I think it was one of the last races that Fox did, where they blindfolded Kyle, took 
put trophies in front of him in a shop. Oh yeah. And he would feel the trophy and could tell you what race it was that yeah. he won that trophy. Yeah. That's incredible. It's insane. Quick note on Kyle's throwback, by the way. Yes. They almost nailed it. What's they, wrong with it? The, then they just need to change the font on the eight. Oh, uh, okay. Everything yeah, else you're was right. Per- everything you're else right. was perfect. Yeah. That was a good scene. It was a good car. Yeah. That was a good looking the Snickers car. car is one of my favorites from way back when. That was another good one. But yeah, Kyle. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he won the regular season championship yep. that night. So he gets 15 bonus points throughout the playoffs, which makes him even more of a threat to win this whole dang thing. And he's still, <laughs> he's got his shots he's in. He's got to be salty. He felt, I feel like he was in a good mood though. Yeah. He was joking around a little bit, yeah. but it's Kyle. It's Kyle. So he's got to take a shot. We're not too worried about him. No, no. He's going to be right there. Uh, Matt DiMenedetto runs really well, finished eighth, pl- eighth place. Yeah. Um, I mean, he wasn't really a factor, but he was there all he day. He was there, yeah. I mean, that team has really started to hit its stride. Uh, if you're Christopher Bell, you're licking your lips a little bit, waiting for uh, <laughs> waiting for your shot next season because that team's getting stronger. Oh, yeah. And not only that, it's going to get better equipment next year, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Kurt Busch, we should mention, 94 laps led, almost 100 there for him. Yep. Um, he had a pretty car, too. <laughs> Camaro, that 69 Camaro Z28. They were hating on him on the broadcast about I that car. I mean, come on. It's a good looking car. They said you can't throw back to your own car, but Jimmy Johnson threw back to his own car. Yeah, he did. His, uh, he threw back to his truck. And last year, he threw back to what? Cobalt, the disgusting cobalt scheme. So, yeah. Yeah. It was lame. Lame. Oh, let's see. What else? Anything else really to, to clue in on this race? We had, I mean, it was a pretty clean race for the most part. And then all of a sudden, we had one major wreck. Again, somebody co- trying to come to pit road, which seems to be yes. the thing at Darlington. Yeah, now. nobody can get it done. Did you see the meme? Or it wasn't really a meme, but it was a, a cut-up video with the Days of Thunder music and no. Byron trying to go to the high side. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was really good. We'd have, <laughs> I'll have to see if I can find that and put it in the show notes. Um, yeah, they cut they uh, they cut uh, <laughs> Harry Harry Hogg and uh, the Days of Thunder movie, and uh, it was just it made me laugh. Anyway, nice. So yeah, they had they had some issues there. Took out a couple of the contenders. Um, kind of ruined their day a little bit. Um, Hamlin was in that little scrum. But yeah, I mean, he's, you know, it's hard with these playoff guys. I mean, they're just going out for there for wins. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter for the big picture of things. So, right. Exactly. Okay. Just making sure again, <laughs> You're fine. we're having technical issues. If I end up leaving any of this in, you don't know why it happens. having technical issues and I don't really know why, but yeah. uh yeah. Anything else with this thing? I think that pretty much covers it. Everything else is kind of pretty standard. Yeah. We um, had, um, you know, we I, I put it here in the show notes, though, uh, just a couple of dust-ups to maybe to mention, but Newman continues to get yeah. into issues with guys around him. Um, Suarez tapped him, spun him around um, late as well. So I don't know what's going to happen at Indy, but these guys are fighting for the same spot, and it's gonna, <laughs> it is going to be interesting. Well, we know Suarez happens. has already been in a fight this year. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight Newman. Newman's been in a fight this year. I mean, if you call that, I mean, he Whatever was just pretty was. much a punching bag. But Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight Ryan Newman, man. Yeah, he doesn't look like he moves. No, I wouldn't if want to do that. If you punched him, he'd be that. like punching a brick wall. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, And then Logano, Chase Elliott had issues as well. Yeah, that wasn't really major, but Logano was super animated on the radio, which was is really weird for him. Yeah. He doesn't usually go after guys but he was cursing and all sorts of stuff i don't know what the deal was there if they've had any issues in the past i I couldn't recall any right um maybe uh i don't know joey has not been running sneaky not running very good um as of late so i don't know did what's he do that last year too well yeah <laughs> and then he came on strong at the end he did yeah he uh, had a he had a lull last year but um i mean 
his numbers for this season are pretty much mirroring what he did last year. So if I was him, I probably wouldn't be too worried. You can't predict anything with this format. Oh heck no! There's no yeah no. So uh, playoff bubble pretty pretty much uh, it's all set. We're not we don't have to worry about it. It's just gonna we're gonna it's a four man it. yeah four man battle. I mean these I'm 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 joking because you, I keep saying that it's not gonna change. And you it's think changed. it's locked? You think we're you think we're done? <laughs> Um, I do. I, actually, I don't think we're done at this point because I think Newman's going to get in over Suarez. Yeah, you think they're they're going to flip flop? Or maybe Newman? Will, I think Newman will be in. Well, let me th- let me throw it back this way. Okay. Suarez has the better equipment. Newman the better driver. Yeah, I think. Okay. So. When it's more consistent. Yeah. What what it, what does it come down to then for you? It just it comes down to Newman doing uh, you'll, his you'll points. You'll take Newman. He's just gonna his. It's, he's gonna bulldog him. He's gonna finish where he needs to finish. Yep. That's and what he's gonna what do. You, what are you gonna do when Johnson wins the race? I yeah. will be thrilled. I want to see it happen. I want to see him shake everything up. I would love to see Jimmy Johnson take yeah. another run at the championship. Yeah. We were uh, we were in a group message with our good buddy Todd, a friend of the show. <laughs> yes. Um. And former I, co-host. Former co-host. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jimmy Johnson wins two stages, man. Mm-hmm. It, that's 20 points. Yeah, so Jimmy's only 18 out right now. That is my n- number one hope, is that Johnson goes out and wins two stages, which isn't going to happen, but I can hope. He might get one. But, he could get one on if, – if the cautions fall right, he can get one Yeah, pretty, and it depends on, you know, depends on how the, the team wants to strategize for the race. Do you – do you play for points or do you just try to get the best finish at the end of the day? I don't. Well, let's put it this way. Stages change things. There's only four guys who care about points. That's right. I mean, that's it. Nobody yep. else cares about the points. Nope. Stage wins, maybe, but that otherwise. Everybody else in that race is going to win. Yep. So those four guys are racing for points. And I wonder if, if everybody else is going out there to win, what do you do? What is your strategy? Do you play the same strategy and just whatever you think you got to do to win the race? Or do you go with a conservative Johnson Johnson out of this group can be the most risky. Right. He's got to take a shot. Yeah, it's, it's He's basically got to win. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's really where he's coming even out a, to. Even even a great day. But if he wins a if he wins stage 1, that changes everything for him. Mm-hmm. He turns he turns into I have to win to okay, what can we do to maximize our points? I think I would no offense I don't even remember who his crew chief is right now, but no offense to him. But this is one of those moments where I'd like to have Chad Knauss on on the pit box. Oh yeah. Cuz Chad's going to play the cards right to do what they need to do to get the points. You would it. hope so. Yeah. You know? Yep. And not that nobody else can do that, but that's just Chad thinks that way. That's Chad's yeah. mindset. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. It's going to be an interesting one. You know, like the Benedetto has been running really good and he could sneak. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he snuck up there and stole one of these spots. Guys yeah. like that could steal this thing. Austin Dillon's been known to win crown jewel races. It's true. He could, I mean, it's, it's Paul like, Menard's won at the Brickyard. <laughs> Ryan Newman's won at the Brickyard. You know, yeah. these guys can, I mean, we could, I mean, well, and you have another year, the like the year that Truex and, and Bush dominated the whole thing and then and took each, each other, other out. Yep. You know, now you've got Casey. Ever, yeah. I mean, gotta, nobody thought Casey Kane would ever win a race again. No. And he won that. He won that day. So, yep. um, yeah. Anything and, can happen. And it, it, I mean, that's, that's one of the things race that makes the Brickyard interesting to be yeah. this closing you know, regular season. Yeah, race. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good thing. This will be I the can last. Imagine next year when it's Daytona. Yeah, I know. <laughs> next year's gonna be crazy, and and Indy will be back on Fourth of July next year, yeah. so we won't have this situation coming into Indy. But, um, I mean, it's exciting for Indy. You know, it should be a good race. Um, you know, it's probably gonna be a little bit strung out, but, I mean, we've got some drama somewhere. Yep. And Indy's not always a stinker. You know, there's been a lot of them, but it's not always a stinker, and. You know, you don't have to look at the front of the field to, to find entertainment value, right. you know. Last couple. Oh, one more thing I wanted to hit on before we jump out of Darlington. Well, like we're going to, we got a little bit more with Darlington yet. Um, but back to the throwback thing. 
I think that the second stage of the race, we had Dale Jr., Dale Jarrett, Kyle Petty in the booth. Yeah, it was cool. Let's just do that. <laughs> Why not, right? Dale does a good job as a play-by-play guy. Yeah. He was he was outdoing Rick Allen. And Dale Jarrett's really good. Jarrett's good. And Kyle, Kyle I, I, I have issues with Kyle. But. I usually want to punch Kyle, <laughs> but I like that. I like the fact that I, that because it's not like Kyle doesn't understand that he gets under people's yeah. skin. He knows he does and he yeah. does it intentionally and it makes you talk. It yeah. makes you think. And so I actually respect that about Kyle. Although nine times out of 10, I want to right. punch Kyle. Well, face. one of the best broadcasters <laughs> in all of sports is Joe Buck. And he does that. Yeah. I mean, he, he gets under football fans skin and baseball. It doesn't matter. Everybody, everybody thinks Joe Buck hates their team. I so. think Kyle's a good analyst and he says what he thinks. And yeah. a lot of them don't do that. And I respect that. Even mm-hmm. if I disagree with what he thinks most of the time. Yeah. So. And he's got that uh, coffee with Kyle, those videos. Those, yeah. He's actually been doing pretty good broadcasting work. I've been yeah. surprised. That I've actually come around a little bit on, on NBC is doing a good job of using the people they have. And what they're good at. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're doing a really good job. They've got Rutledge Wood in a great, in great, a great role. I mean, everybody's doing really well right. in what they've got them doing. So I like it. I like what NBC is doing. Um, all right, let's talk Xfinity real quick. I did not watch this race, but I, I caught bits and pieces. I watched a little bit of the highlights. I did see Denny Hamlin got the win. And then <laughs> he got it taken away by the tech gods. So my wife asked me why this happens. And I tried to explain to her that, first of all, the uh, Denny Hamlin doesn't need to win. This. I mean, he's not racing for points. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he gets busted cheating. They aren't. I, I try to explain. They're not just blatantly going in there and having some illegal part. The the tolerances that we're talking about are like paper, the width width of a paper, piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And so, your your teams that are racing for points that are trying to stay within the rules, they go don't get as close to that line, as close to that edge. Mm-hmm. Whereas teams like Denny Hamlin's team or Ross Chastain's team, when they're doing it, or uh, not Ross, uh, AJ Allmendinger. Well, yeah, Ross, Ross Chastain in the truck series though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're, they're not, these cars are passing pre-race inspection. Mm-hmm. They're just right on the line. Mm-hmm. And so one little thing settling, one little thing working wrong makes it off from where it yeah. needs to be. And that's why these guys get busted. And that's why you don't see it in the cup series because it matters to everybody in the cup series. Yeah. We, Nobody um, can afford to get a penalty in the cup series because right. they're all racing for points. Right. Whereas here, who cares? He's just yeah. going for the win. Well, remember at the beginning of the season, you and I talked about um, how the penalty process and, and having wins taken away what was that going to mean for the cup right. series was it really going to make a difference and we i think we both agreed we settled on we're not going to see very many mm-hmm. of them because it's gonna, it has made a difference it's going to fix the pre-race inspection right. of any if any well, well <laughs> it i hasn't mean fix the qualifying it's gonna, inspection. <laughs> but it's going to get exactly well yeah it's going to clean but it is going to clean it up yeah at least know? we know the guys that are winning the races are legit Yes. They're legit winners. The only problem I have with the with the well, cup, it all happens in the playoffs though. Yeah, I mean right? it's gonna happen one time. You feel like it has to. Yeah. And the, the only thing I don't like is they only check what the top three cars. Something like that. So yeah. what happens if the top three cars are all, all fail? And you go to four. The other one's gone though. Those I, guys uh, load those things up and they're out of there. I guess by default they get it, right? <laughs> I guess so. And you take cars to the R and D center too. So yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It's I mean yeah. I, we're not gonna see that. I'm, we won't I'm see three assuming cars though it. too, that fourth car hasn't left the track yet. By the time they're done with it, because they, they they spin these um, they spin these inspections around pretty quick now. Yeah, they do. Aren't you glad it's this way though? Like, yeah. Isn't this oh, yeah. better than waiting until Tuesday to Definitely. find out totally. that somebody's been docked twenty points? For Definitely something stupid. Definitely. Yeah. Although you know, I see who wins the race, and then like when all the Instagram account. Or well, when whatever's... Eric Jones won the race, I went to bed because it's two in the morning. Yeah. And I got up the next morning. The first thing I did was, okay, did he actually win? Did he actually? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it does take an hour or so. 
Yeah. Didn't Hamlin go through the, he go, you know, you go through the victory lane thing and then it mm-hmm. all, it's all for not. Yep. You know? And then Cole Custer's got to go get his picture taken. Yeah. Right. The worst <laughs> victory lane celebration ever. That was a good throwback, by the way. We're going to keep, we're going to keep randomly dropping great yes. throwbacks as they come across our plate. But yeah. Speaking of great throwbacks, Dale Jr.'s great throwback finishes fifth. Dude, Dale Jr., man. That was awesome. Every time he runs the Xfinity series, he's cranking out top five. He was five, so though. nervous, so concerned about how he was going to run, talking about how bad he was going to do. Yeah. He almost won Richmond last year. Yeah. And then finishes fifth. Wouldn't you like to see him run like a full truck series schedule or something? Love it. Yeah. Would love it. I think junior in the truck series would be just amazing. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's got that lower series line lockdown. Yeah. Or just run all of them, run them all all except the restrictor plate tracks. He runs this little tiny bit. I'm holding up my hand. This is very, very close. He runs that much compared to everybody else in the Xfinity series, and he gets top fives. Yeah, can, can imagine a full season in the Xfinity series. He'd be great. He's got he's got, his teams are great. He'd be great. He's only, always, he doesn't want to do that. Anymore, only doing it because they're paying him a bunch of money for There's sponsorship, some sponsorship for the rest agreements. Of the year. Yeah, helps fund the team. Yeah, he said he wants to run Homestead next year. That's cool. So we may not see, not see Junior for another what fourteen months. Yeah. and behind the wheel, and he'll get another top five. So yep. Pretty much. That's pretty cool, man. It, the car was great. I, it, Dale was, you know, he had his whole family there and everything they've been going yeah. through. Um, did you see the picture of the media scrum around him? No, before? But I can just imagine. Man, I did is... hear some people criticizing Claire B. Lang for consistently asking him questions about stuff he said he wasn't going to answer, but I can't hate on Claire. No, you got that's journalism, man. You got to yeah. go after it. No, he, uh, but that was the largest driver scrum of the season. It had to be. Yeah. Bigger than bigger than back in the Danica Patrick Daytona 500 days. This was the for this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that Danica Patrick stuff was got of control back then. But I mean, yeah. everybody was at Dale Jr.'s trailer. Yeah, for for media, so <laughs> it was pretty crazy to see. But good for him, man. Yeah, awesome. It's good stuff. Good deal. Uh, no PJ one this week, James. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't need to be at Indy. I don't think there. I don't think it would do anything at Indy for one. No, and there's too fast. no way that Indy car is going to let them put PJ one on that no, track. They're too fast going into the corners. But I did see Bob Pockris said something along the lines of they don't want to mess with anything for the Indy cars moving forward yeah. too. It's too delicate. Yeah. So it, the Indy cars don't like the PJ one. No, they don't need more grip. Simon Pendergard was had a had a comment too on that this week. We don't. We have good tires and good cars. We don't need. <laughs> don't need to run PJ one. Yeah. So. Um, I think they're at Richmond this week is what they were talking about, but shut up. <laughs> God's sakes. Shut up. Okay. So you're 10th of the fans that NASCAR has right. can enjoy your series that has exactly. a field of what? 16 cars. Good. 16, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah I know. Jeez. Um, but yeah, I, there's some, <laughs> and I'm not hating on IndyCar cause yeah. I like IndyCar, but right. Right. I just, I, uh, I, you know, I go back and forth on PJ one from time to time, but the hell of grounds of Indy, I just don't know. No, you can't put it down there. And it's not going to matter anyway. Those cars are going so fast into those corners. It will not make a difference in Indy. No. The car, the, the groove is going to be that wide regardless. You the could turns, put PJ one from the groove up to the wall and they're still yeah. going to be on the bottom. The turns are, the turns are too short there. Yeah. You're, I mean, really think about it. You're in the corner for how long? Well, they're 90 seconds? degree turns. Yeah. 90 you're, degree turns. You're, you're going around a rectangle. You think, you think PJ one doesn't help at Pocono. Yeah. It really isn't going to help it's it. It's not going to help in Indy. No. Yeah. I mean, a place like Michigan where you have a long, you're in the corner for half the track. But it didn't do anything there. No. But yeah, I mean, it makes so. sense to th- you think about it that way in theory, right? Yeah. That's that's what we're that's what we're kind of getting at with PJ1. But yep. yeah, we probably won't see it till Texas, I'm thinking. I was looking at the schedule. We're not going to see it anywhere else. Charlotte's not going to use it for the Roval. It doesn't make no, sense there. definitely so. don't need it for the Roval. So yeah, we probably won't see it for a while. That's okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. 
Um, so this is going to become the Adam Stern podcast now for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he had a couple of he had a couple of them here. So some big stuff with sponsorship. Um, NASCAR's uh, advancing in talks with companies for their sponsorship model. They're still working on it for next year. Likely still going to reveal some stuff this season. We'll probably hear some announcements towards the end of the year. Um, I don't think there's any big surprise there. There's no reason to get the announcements out any sooner. Monster's no. still the sponsor right now. They still have their their partners for this year. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see much of anything in major announcements until nope. after Homestead. Nope. This is this is you know make some announcements at the banquet type of thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and they will. They'll have hopefully they'll have it in place before when Monster came. Remember Monster came on board and it was like getting yeah it was getting we late. We're not sure if we were going to have yeah. an entitlement so, sponsor. So this new uh, this new model though, it's not going to be the Monster Energy Cup Series anymore. It's going to probably be the NASCAR Cup Series brought to you by. Yep. Coke or it'll Monster. be the NASCAR Cup Series, and we'll go to the Coca-Cola West Coast Swing, and yeah. you know the different sections of the season are going to yep. be sponsored by somebody instead yep. of the full season. Yeah, we're going into a uh, pyramid structure, a partnership structure. Um, we've talked about pyramid this. scheme. What? Yeah, it's a scheme. Yeah, it's a scam. <laughs> it's a whole scam. Um, but this is a model we've talked about this a million times on this podcast too, Eric. But this is a model that works for European soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, NASCAR is kind of thinking, yeah, we. Don't have to have Monster Energy spending however gobs of millions of dollars. Well, NASCAR is going to get more money in their pocket. Uh, well, yeah, I, they mean, always, I know <laughs> that too. But also, you know, these companies can get in on a on a lower base. The same right. reason you see multiple sponsors on cars now. Yep. You get more sponsors to help fund your team, and they don't have to pay as much. Yep, definitely. Um, also, part of this uh, Monster, again, according to uh, Adam Stern, looking at extending their or increasing their sponsorship with Ganassi next year as well. Um, possibly have more money to spend. Possibly both cars, if not, you know, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be pretty well, cool. Well, they're so. they're uh, getting into IndyCar now too. Yeah. Um, whose car are they sponsoring? I I I, I don't forget. know. It was a Ganassi team, but yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, anyway, but they I mean, yeah, Monster Energy and Ganassi are going to be partnering up. So you'll probably see Kurt back. That's probably going to happen, and and hopefully they'll go to uh, Larson as well. You've got it noted here that the the NASCAR's chasing a, a telephone company as well. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Verizon jump back into yeah. NASCAR. Yeah, or Sprint. Shoot, get them back in. No, screw Sprint. We want Verizon. I have Verizon. I, me too. I have Verizon as well. <laughs> I want Verizon. Don't I bring just, it. I, I, it's to the point where I feel nostalgic for Sprint a yeah. little bit. A little bit. Yeah, but Sprint's garbage. But it was the Sprint Cup Series for so many of the good for so many good years. Garbage. But it, it, listen, I want Nextel back, man. Nobody will ever replace. <laughs> Thank you for that. That <laughs> jogs my memory. God, do you remember that time in in our culture? Oh my God. Yeah, when Nextel phones were cool, and everybody was beeping back and forth, and oh God, that was a disaster. Now we have smartphones. Now we don't need to do that. We don't use phones anymore. We just no. use the internet. Yeah, we just want to look at stuff, and make <laughs> ourselves feel better about our lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned. But, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say real quick. No sponsor will ever replace the Winston Cup series. No, though. it's it never won't. gonna be the Winston Cup series. I, I saw several people tweet when the race started this weekend. Time for the time for the Winston Cup series now. Yeah, you know, we can do the Winston. Looked, it looked like Winston, man. He yeah, Darlington with it the did. Red, red and white stripes. What's so? So one of the things that Winston did so well with marketing NASCAR and, and marketing racing as a whole is they literally sent cans of paint to local tracks, red and white paint, yep. and encouraged them to paint their walls red and white. Red and white. The 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 classic red and white walls that you see across NASCAR. Is because of that Winston sponsorship, That's and right. now it's it be, it's become tradition. It's you know? just yeah, it's and part we've, of the we've broken away from it a lot. You know, we've got 
green walls now and yep. blue walls and whatever. But Some sponsorship stickers on the backstretch of Michigan. I remember, yeah. you know, that was there was a ton of those. Remember yep. that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a time, too, when they painted sponsors on the walls. Now they just put big decals on them. Yep. Basically the same decals that they wrap the cars with. They've put on the, yeah. on the walls. Anywhere now. they can sell some uh, real estate, they'll be sure to do it. Yep. But. Yeah, but what's the equivalent of Winston now? Would we be like the Jewel Cup series? Is that? <laughs> I don't know. The whole uh, ASIG thing's not doing well here in Michigan right now. They just ban sales. Well, good, of them, it's killing so. people, man. I know, right? It's just as dangerous as the regular as the regular heaters that people used to smoke back in the day. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> oh, I'm trying to find here. Okay, this is a fail. <laughs> All right, never mind. I don't need the guy breathing. <laughs> I was trying to get the next tell chirp, but here we go. Oh, this one has no sound. All right, fail. We tried <laughs> so much. If for it's that. not on the soundboard, yeah. it's not a guarantee. Sorry, yeah, we do have things on the soundboard Jimmy though. Does that a lot of these tracks. Like there we go. Yeah. See, am I a positive person? Bad job. All right. <laughs> get mine. Get them all in. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> That's mine. That's for me. <laughs> Um, that's whenever I, when I wake up out of bed in the morning, that's the sound that plays. Right. Yeah. <laughs> give me the, uh, give me the, the William Byron fun fact you got on here, James. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, so William Byron claimed his first Bush pole award at Darlington. It's his fourth of the season. This is a great stat. He became part of an elite group. I'm changing the, Yeah, you're not going to say that word. It scared me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, what am I, what am I afraid of? We all sound like idiots sometimes. Yeah. I mean, um, that's what this podcast is. So anyway, the elite group that he is in, that he is in, um, only Fireball Roberts, Bill Elliott had, and Bill Elliott had ever won polls on, for the Daytona 500, Coke 600, and Southern 500 in the same season, hmm. which is, and that, those, uh, Fireball was in 1962 and Bill Elliott in 1985. So he's in rarefied air with his poll awards. Which we don't value very much anymore, but I feel like back in the day, um, poll award had a lot more had a lot more value. But either way, um, crown jewel races, you're gonna get William Byron starting up front. It's it looks like so. Yeah, why well, wasn't that in we, in our do we care today? Well, we have a better one coming up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we already talked about the last couple of things in our in our in our no, news notes, but Eric, do we care? It was announced today that NASCAR and Netflix have partnered on a show. But wait, it stars Kevin James, and it will be a multi-cam sitcom that will replace such shows as The Ranch. And what's some of the other ones on Netflix that are... I'm I'm just... Thank you. Thank you. Here's my... Here's... (laughs) I'm baffled. Eric Eric told me before the podcast, he said, save it. So I've been trying to save it. And now I, it's just built up in me. So I have no problem with Kevin James. He's a fine actor. He does his thing. He made his money, right? He yeah. did fine. He had one good show, sort of. Yeah, and he was in uh, Chuck and Larry. It was pretty funny. Okay, I never and watched that. a couple of the Sandler films. I mean, Sandler films are low, low-hanging fruit, right? Right. Um, but here's my, here's my problem. Netflix partners with Formula One. And they come up with this great documentary series, right? <laughs> Highly competitive, true. high drama, pure <laughs> racing. And, that, and then Netflix partners with NASCAR and we get Kevin James. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to, to say. Do we care? <laughs> There's that. <laughs> well, do you? let me ask you this. Will you watch? Instead of do we care, will you watch? 
I don't know. I probably will turn it on to see, but I'm not going to watch it because I like it. I'm going to hate watch it. Yep. I mean, is this up there with racing wives? What's worse? I don't know. I didn't watch racing wives. So I think I'll watch this at least give it a shot. So I am curious though, too, that they say it's going to replace the, the ranch. Um, is it going to be as racy as the ranch? Cause the ranch is like a sitcom with yeah, cussing. There's cussing words in it. Well, the guy who wrote it, he wrote the ranch two and a half men. I mean, two and a half men had a really nice run. Yeah. Um, oh, so it's the same guy who did. Okay. So, I mean, but it's two, Kevin James. I know it's going to well, be a disaster. The King of Queens was actually a pretty King good of Queens show. was the only good thing Kevin James has ever done. <laughs> And his stand-up. His stand-up is good, too. His stand-up is which good. Which is probably why King of Queens is good, because it's based off his stand-up. Yeah, so uh, Kevin Can Wait didn't last very long. He did. He does have some of the best uh, Gentlemen Start Your Engines in the history of NASCAR. He does have some of the best Gentlemen Start Your Engines. I was there engines. for the one with Sandler at MIS, I which will, is unbelievable. I will give you that. Yeah, fill, yeah I can uh, filibuster while you find him. <laughs> yeah. I, no, he... Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, the show will be called The Crew. It's going to take place in a NASCAR garage. There's a disgruntled owner. Kevin James is the crew chief. Yeah. I don't know. I'm baffled. All right. There it is. You must now pass the obstacle course. Survive this, and you're on the front lines of keeping New Jersey safe. Meet Paul Blart. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I forgot about Paul Blart. I kind of blocked that out of my... (laughs) How can you forget about Paul Blart? Oh, my God. Was there a sequel to Paul Blart? Yes, there was a sequel. I never saw that. God. That's Uh, terrible. Anyway, that's just a disappointing... I'm glad that... Okay. We're going to be on Netflix. I didn't pull audio, so I'm just on YouTube. stars of the new movie Grown Ups in yes. theaters June 25th. I was here for this. <laughs> Here's Adam Sandler and Kevin James. This is the number one all time, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Thank you. This one. Come this on, Sandler. the troops overseas. Gentlemen. I mean, come on. It's a minute and 11 seconds long. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Be- <laughs> I remember being at the track that day and going, what in the hell is Sandler doing? And it was. And perfect. now, race fans, for the most famous words in motorsport. Is this Daytona? Yeah, this is good, movie, too. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, Kevin James. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine. So I will say my wife rates the gentlemen start your engines every... Um, every like time a, they happen, like a scale. Does she have a scale? I don't like know if she's got 10? a scale, but she'll just she'll thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs down. And so I've found myself also rating them. And I, you know, I want an enthusiastic start your engine. So, um, yeah, I, but she would be a big fan of Kevin James. At least we've got that going for us. We'll, we'll get a couple of these, right? Just extend this. Yeah, you would think so. Shaq, thank you, thank you very much. This one's a minute and twenty long. 
Happy Fourth of July weekend, This was a good one, too. This one wasn't as good as Michigan, though. I remember this now. Have a great time during that wonderful American time of life. You know, Adam Sandler was... I wasn't always just a comedian. Kevin James was not only just a wrestler, and Shaq was not only just a great massage therapist. We used to be a great boy band. <laughs> We're going to sing our greatest hit tonight. Goes like this. Do you think they get this approved ahead of time, yeah. or they just do it? Lady and gentlemen. <laughs> See, you have the video in front of you, yeah. which is even better. Sandler crushes it. Uh-huh. Can we get Sandler for ever? I mean, what's he doing these days? Making Netflix movies. He's making a lot of money, by yeah. the way. No kidding. He's killing it. All right. James, Kevin James is going to get on that. So apparently we do care about apparently this. This was do. the longest do we care we've ever that done. That was the longest one. I guess if the show is as good as this gentleman starts your engines, I'll I be a mean, fan. I'm going to watch it. I'll give it a shot. I'm going to watch the first episode and then maybe the second one. It will be interesting to see a NASCAR-related movie that isn't the same formula as every NASCAR related movie that driver learns, becomes a racer, gets hurt and yeah. then comes back from adversity to win. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a com. Obviously it'll be the, it'll be a comedy, not right. to the extent of uh, like Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights. <laughs> I don't know. It might be that stupid. Well, it's Kevin James, <laughs> Ricky Bobby, you know, Talladega Nights transcended the comedy know, we've scene. We've never, we've never reviewed it. We still we need, need to, to do that, that this off season. Yes, yeah. We need definitely. to do a, like our version of the rewatchables and yeah. go in and deep dive it. So, um, so yeah, apparently we do care. You, you did pass one of my news items though. It was very important, James. Oh, hit it. I'm very disappointed that you, uh, that you passed it because Joe Gibbs announced this weekend that, um, Eric Jones has a deal with Joe Gibbs. I mean, God which, dang. <laughs> was that three weeks in a row we've had to had the same quote? Or, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's obviously he's got a deal. He's winning races for the man. <laughs> um, let's My see. Gosh. Do we want to do the predictions or wait till next week? We could save him for next week, or let's, we could do the, do him this week. What do you want? Let's do? save him for next week because we're already. That's fine. Going a little long. And That's all right. It's dark out. It's past my bedtime. It is, I got, it's I almost. Drive. It's almost. Well, it is past my. I got to drive back to my camper yet. My day. <laughs> <laughs> my bedtime is a solid seven forty-five these days. So. <laughs> nice. That's so. I'm really keeping you up late. I'm telling you. All right. So, especially considering it's gonna, we're gonna have a little rant here now because oh, I'm gonna rant again this weekend. We're getting ready to go to Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the Big Machine Vodka 400 at the Brickyard, powered by Florida Georgia Line. I don't even have it in me anymore. It's so frustrating. Oh. God damn. Hey, at least it's still a brickyard. Well, it's I guess it's the it isn't the Brickyard 400 anymore. So. It's the dang Brickyard 400. At least the Brickyard's still in the name. Can we just call it the Big Machine Vodka Brickyard 400 powered by Florida? <laughs> no. They wrote a novel for the name of the title of a race. That means people are making money. James. I enjoy some Florida Georgia Line music. Not very much of it, but they've got some bangers. And big machine is big machine vodka. I don't even know if that's an actual drink. I don't I even. I've never heard of it. No idea. So no idea. What are you doing to my brickyard? <laughs> Leave my brickyard alone. I didn't. So I, uh, I did the draft of the show notes today and yeah. refused 
to put <laughs> yeah. this title in there, and I just put it as the Brickyard 400. So, so I put it in there to just thank, to egg James on. Yes, so thank you, I Eric, for making sure that we are um, we have our journalistic integrity yep. and we are correct. That's what I'm here for. Yes. Uh, James, you get first pick. I do. Oh, God, man. Um, can I get Tony Stewart out of retirement? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of who's been good here lately. Obviously, Kyle Busch has you been. You have potential for a Tony Stewart-esque season. Because Make the when, run. when Tony Stewart got into the playoffs, he he very famously said beforehand that he didn't he was shouldn't t- qualify for the playoffs. Yeah, he was wasting a spot. He was wasting a spot. Mm-hmm. And somebody by the name of Jimmy Johnson would probably be viewed the same way. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy could win at the Brickyard and get in and potentially win his eighth championship. I mean. Not going with Jimmy. I don't think I can. <laughs> if I want to try to win this thing. Um, Kyle's been great. Uh Gosh, I'm going to go a little bit on, on a little bit out on a limb. And I know he's been kind of cold the last couple of weeks, but screw it. I'm going to go with Joey Logano. Okay. Um, he seems to show up at the big races sometimes. It's kind of a reach for me here, but um, why not? Right. So, Joey. so since you're reaching, I won't go with the obvious pick, which is Kyle Busch, because Kyle's going to win this race. Probably. Um, and I'm going to go with the one I tried to give you. And I'm going to go Jimmy Johnson. Gets the win this weekend. Gets in the playoffs and wins an eighth championship this year. I mean, go the for it, The greatest storyline ever. If he can make it happen, now's the time. He's he's out of chances. Dark horse. I'll just pick Matt DiBenedetto before you do. I mean, I should have just left his name on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the dark horse every week. Yep. First pick, you got to just leave him on the list. Yep. Um, Man, who would be a good dark horse? Um... You know who's got some good stats here in two in two starts is Daniel Suarez. That's a good one. Um, and he is on the obviously we talked about him a little bit. He's on the bubble, so go out there and get a good finish. Go out there cool. and get a top ten, get a top five. That'd be cool. All right, Daniel Suarez. Chris Busher's got a nice little average finish as well, doesn't he? He has one top ten here. Um, Chris Busher is another one of those. If you have your fantasy league. And you want to start somebody, and it actually pays to have somebody have a back. Yeah, one of your lower level guys. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a good one to pick. Yeah, between him and Devendetto. Alex Bowman has horrible stats here, but I have a feeling those will jump up the next couple of years. Yeah, his stats are another one of those. It's like it doesn't mean anything. No, because, because he did. He ran a couple of races for some underfunded teams. Yeah, so, so much field filler stuff. Yeah. Uh, quick update on the fantasy league. I don't even have it pulled open in front yep. of me, but I know Todd won got it this week. Um. Because I finished second and thought I had a great run, I was so excited. Yeah, I'm my sure I won. my streak is over of top <laughs> top two or three finishes. Um, I came in dead last, so yeah, yeah. Todd won. Eric, Eric, I thought you had him. Uh, and then Hurricane Ditka, Ranger Runyon, Justin, and Scoters, and then I'm not even going to mention who finished last <laughs> again. And then overall, um, it's still Ranger and Justin at the top, but they're they're very close. They're within they're within forty points of each other. Uh, and then freight train's not far behind. Hurricane Ditka, and myself, Eric, and Scoters. So that is a quick fantasy league update, and we are almost over. It's almost over. I know. It's been just <laughs> terrible this year. And then we get to figure out how the playoffs work. Yeah, we're gonna find. Out. I'm going for. I'm going for it this year. All of our fantasy league participants. I am going for it this week. I don't care if I lose all my starts. <laughs> going nice. for it. Nice. Um, shout outs for the week. First of all, I want to shout out. Uh, I just had it. What was I thinking? Um, if you, I, I, every other week, pretty much shout out Dale Jr.'s podcast. Uh, but Matt DiBenedetto on Dale Jr.'s podcast was excellent. So check that yep, out. That was uh, last week's yeah, episode? Yeah, I think it was last yep. week's. 
He's got Keselowski this week. Okay. Well, so I haven't listened to that mm-hmm. yet. Um, but definitely that was, it was, there was a lot of good insight to Matt DiBenedetto's career, how he got where he is and, mm-hmm. and the decisions he's made along the way and where he's looking at for next year, which mm-hmm. is not much right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hoping something works out for him. So. I have a feeling he's going to take that David Reagan opening, which is a bummer. I he, junior asked him if he'd be if he'd be willing to go back to one of the lower series. What if he drove for junior? That's what I was thinking. It's like I felt like that was like Dale Junior going. Why Here, here's he... a contract, buddy. Yeah. Well, I mean, screw it. Look what Ross Chastain's done. He's well, completely rebuilt that, his reputation. So you go to Dale Junior's team, and you've now got yourself in line for a Hendrick ride. You got yourself in line for Johnson. Jimmy Johnson's ride when he goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's the feeder team for Hendrick. Yeah. So why would, I mean, obviously junior, if Johnson's going to run one more season, like we, you you and I think he's, this is it. Yeah. He's on the last two year deal here and he's got one more year after this year. Yep. So maybe depending everything go down his, his deal ends allies deal ends. Everything points to next year is his last year. His last full-time season. Yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you go down for a season and then come back? I mean, obviously there's more to it. Junior has to want him, but junior mm-hmm. seems pretty high on him. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe Joe Gibbs doesn't want to let him out of the fold and Levine sure. could up to two teams in a year. You could take Christopher Bell's spot in the yeah. Xfinity series. I don't know. He could do the Ross Chastain thing like Chastain's doing with Ganassi right now and just kind of floating somewhere. Mm-hmm. How much, how pissed off do you think Ross Chastain is that Kurt Busch is coming back for another year? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's a bummer for him. Chastain's ride. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, his whole world kind of got shattered, but he's definitely made the best of it. Freaking DC Solar. For good for him. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him because he's, he turned, uh, he turned a really crap deal yeah. into something really amazing that he's he's trying to win this championship so. yeah i'd love to see him win the truck championship uh one more shout out for me uh guy by the name of ben reached out to me a while back asking how he could become a part of the show wanted to do some writing for us i told him just don't have the means to be able to uh to bring on a writer right now i don't have the time to do it and uh, he said well how else can i support the show and we've talked every time on about how we have patreon and people can become a a patron with the show and um, so we've had not a whole lot of success with the whole patron department. Um, I'm trying to log in right now to get the tiers what you can get as a patron of our show. So, ah, you stupid thing. Just, it is not. <laughs> this is what with happens. Me. So we are in the makeshift uh, James Studios. Yeah. Um, All right. Listen, we're, we're at the kitchen table. There's pumpkins out because. <laughs> I mean, apparently it's fall is coming and <laughs> it feels it like fallout. It, it is what it is. It's nice. I mean, we got, we we're just, you know, we're trying to survive. So anyway, so as a patron, I, I put some tiers up here and what people can get. So there's the thanks for your support tier, which you pay a dollar a month. Um, and basically you get Patreon only updates, what we're working on, future plans, behind the scenes stuff. Haven't really been posting anything cause we had a total of two patrons. Um, one of which was a, was the $1 supporter. Then we have the true patron, which is patron, patron only updates. Um, and your name listed on the website under our list of supporters, which I have failed to do for our one $5 supporter. So <laughs> Todd, I'm sorry. Um, so then beyond that, I Thanks, Todd. created other tiers because I figured, well, maybe people want to just really love our show and just want to throw some money at us. But it's like, nobody's ever going to sign up for these. I figured $5 yeah. more than likely $1. So we have top patron for $10 a month. You get a five pack of super speedway stickers. Um, which I found recently because I had lost them. Well, you're moving. So, yeah, them. you got to hang on to those. Yeah. So as well as a personalized note of thanks, uh, we will thank you by name in an upcoming episode of the podcast. Um, for the record, if, you, if you're if you a $1 or $5 supporter, people have been getting shouted out too because 
we oh. haven't had many. Yeah, that's right. So just a heads up, you we're know. Y- we're young in the process. Yeah. So um, you get your name listed on the website, which is a lie. And <laughs> so there's that. Uh, then we've got Let's Talk, which is for $25 or more per month. And we'll have an off-air conversation with that person about future plans and ideas that we can pursue on the website and on the podcast. You get the stickers. You get your name on the website. Lies. Um, and you get <laughs> Patreon-only updates, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then because I thought, eh, why not? Let's just throw this one up there that nobody will ever do. There's Be Our Guest for $50 or more per month. You get to be a guest on an episode of the podcast. This we'll, is... we'll also have an off-air conversation with you about future plans and ideas, blah, blah, blah. Five pack of Super Speedway stickers. Thank you by name in an upcoming podcast. Patron-only updates and on the web, list on the website, which is a lie. <laughs> so apparently Ben is a really big fan of the show and maybe if maybe may have temporarily lost his mind maybe and became a BR guest pledge on Patreon 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 I am shaking my head right now I know I'm shocked so Ben I haven't reached out to you yet I I, we totally appreciate it we've been in this whole moving process the the, our podcast right now literally is a bunch of cables on James's kitchen table. Yeah. Um, it's a mess right now. So I don't have the means to get you on the podcast right now, man, but we are going to get you on the podcast. We will talk. I will get you, get your address and send you some stickers out. And uh, we totally appreciate it. Big time. Yeah, thanks man. It's did not expect anybody to actually watch. I actually feel guilty about taking his $50 because I don't think that this is that good of a podcast. <laughs> So I, I, we totally appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. We're trying our best, right? I will be in touch with you. James will be in touch with you. Yeah. I'm going to follow up with you. Yeah. Um, We'll hit you up and, and and we will get you on the podcast as soon as we get love to talk to you settled down to where I can actually plug in a computer and dial up Skype. That's why I'm sitting here across from James because we hate each other. We don't ever want to see each other at all. We do. We only talk on the phone and on the internet. And, but we've been forced to be in the same room together. Well, and, last week was great because we took a week off and I didn't right. hear from the guy. So, right. So, I really, really felt like I was getting my, my life back there for a Right. Minute. Right. So, but we totally appreciate it. I wanted to take a big moment to shout you out and say thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll get with you. And if you want to, like, say, okay, I did this for a month, man, and just bail, that's totally fine. We're yep. still going to get you on the show. Yep. Um, and, and we'll still chat with you and everything. So, don't feel like you have to keep doing this because I really didn't yeah. expect anybody to. If you want to, more power to you, man. We appreciate it, but you certainly don't have to. Yeah, so. and you know, one of the one of the good things coming up for us as well with Eric moving, we're going to be doing a lot more um, in person podcasts yes. like this, um, and I think they work. You know, they work out pretty well. Yeah, um, I you know we get together and and it'll be a little bit easier, but that also allows for us to have you know people call in. Yes, and um, so once we get everything set, Ben will will get a hold of you, man. But I'm going to be following up with you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. We, we appreciate it. You know, we had this happen with Ben and we've got a couple of reviews on iTunes and people are just way too nice. Yeah. Like I would be crushing us if I was listening to us. So, um, we, we crush us now. Yeah, we do. Crush we do. Us, we do crush. Yeah, I know we should. And we, as, as it's deserved. Um, but, uh, we wanted, I, you know, Thank you to Ben, but thank you to everybody as well who yes. um, who's written good reviews and, and those reviews and those ratings and reviews they help us on iTunes. They help us get seen. Um, so if if you're listening and you haven't done that, please do. That's that's just a little bit of more support from Apple that we can have and, and yeah. gives us more visibility. But 
um yeah it's amazing we, we appreciate everybody's feedback it's it's been great we're just doing this because we love nascar yeah, we love fun. chatting we want to involve you guys in it and we appreciate everybody who's followed along i mean we don't certainly do it we don't do it for the money obviously because there's not, a whole, not much in it um but we you know we don't do it for we don't do it for the views we just do it because it's fun to us and we're glad that you guys enjoy it too so yeah we appreciate it uh, james do you got any other shout outs no that was that's a great that was a great shout out so Man, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I still can't believe it, but yeah, I know. Well, I know. I talked when I talked to James when we'd had the podcast two weeks ago. It's like, what do I do, man? I I feel like I should just refund him. Like I don't, <laughs> like we're not worth fifty bucks, but we we totally appreciate it. Yeah, uh, hopefully we can def- definitely get Ben involved here. Yeah, um, you know, obviously we'll get him on the show, but um, you know, we want to get his feedback too. Yeah, get definitely. some ideas from him, and um, you know, see where we can grow. I mean, that would be. Um, yeah, we would be fantastic. So. And like I said, guys, just even the one dollar will get you a shout out, or just interact with us. We shout everybody out. We Shoot, talk we to shout anybody. About. Yeah, we shout anybody out. We we give shout outs away for nothing. Yeah, so we appreciate um, it. Yeah, that's so. that's that's just. Um, I think you and I are just grateful for yeah anything that you know that comes from this because we're just having fun. Yeah, so. we've gotten to do a lot of cool stuff as a result of it already, and the more that comes, the I mean, it's all just it's all just cake, man. Yep. It's just great. So absolutely appreciate everybody. James, where can they find you on social media? If they want to chat with you, you can find me at James Cush on Twitter. You can fi- find me at, at T super speedway on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. Um, I apologize if anybody's emailed me because I've done a really crappy job of checking my email. Seriously, man, I'm just like, I am literally living in a camper right now with my wife and two kids and dog. And with very limited internet access, the transition process, it is rough right now. So I, sorry if I've fallen behind anybody, I do, I do apologize. We'll catch back up. We'll hopefully get a permanent home here soon and, uh, and we'll, we'll catch up. So again, facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website is the super You can find the podcast on there, show notes, uh, links to other stuff. We've done some stories, great photos from Ryan Collier back at MIS, um, some photos I've taken in the past as well. All kinds of cool stuff on there, so check that out. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Uh, wherever you find us, found us today, we hope you subscribe. Leave us a review. Um, keep listening. We appreciate it. And, of course, if you want to become a patron, you heard the tears. Um, if you really want to throw money at us, we'll take it. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> not, we're going to take it and not run. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but we do appreciate all the support. And this if you want to, this is all a scam, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If you want to, we're just buying cigarettes with it. <laughs> well, Neither of us smoke, but neither of us smoke. I mean, we're we just, just, we're just stocking a up hole on in our pockets. E cigs is what we're doing. E- yeah, exactly. We're stocking up on the e-cigs. Just ju- yeah, juuling. Because they're, you can't buy them in Michigan anymore. So we bought a bunch mm-hmm. and we're going to stockpile them. We're going to That's actually them. a great idea. We should have done that. I know. Don't give away our secrets. <laughs> Crap. Man. Now the cops, the, 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 I think I hear the cops knocking on your door right now, James. I hope they better not be. Governor Whitmer right now is at your door. Coming for me, man. They're coming <laughs> for me. Uh, anyway, this weekend we go to Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 2 p.m. on Sunday is race time. Uh, 400 miles, 160 laps at Indianapolis. The Xfinity Series is there as well on Saturday at 3 p.m. For the Indiana 250, they used all their sponsors on the cup race, and there are no sponsors for the Xfinity race because there are none left in the state of Indiana. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late guys yeah, I, it is. I think they're dirt track racing again this year yeah they are and that's, there's gonna be some cup guys running that so. was so awesome to find out last year that that's a permanent track so yeah um cool deal so we'll be back next week to talk about indianapolis we'll preview the playoffs and all that we'll check back next week at what our preseason predictions were and how close we were and we'll do all that it ain't uh, pretty <laughs> until then everybody let's go racing uh,